established in our lives. So that the kingdom of darkness, this is how we push back the kingdom of darkness, by calling down the kingdom of heaven. So I was like, okay. And he was saying, this is the time to use our authority, to use our mouth, to declare that God's kingdom come, but in a new and living way. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm up, I'm up for that. Tell me more. Proverbs 18 and verse 21. He said to me, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it, love what? Either the death or the life. You will eat its fruit. I thought, wow. Those that love it will eat its fruit. So out of this mouth, I'm to declare, like, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Out of this mouth, I can call those things that are not as though they were. What does that mean? That means I'm hoping for something, God's given me faith in something. I'm declaring it every day. Lord, thank you for my new job. Thank you for my freedom from addiction. Thank you, Lord God, that I won't keep um, saying certain things, that I won't keep swearing. You can keep declaring out your mouth. Lord, I thank you for freedom. I thank you, Lord God, that I'll be able to get on with my other friends in school or in college. You can keep declaring that out of your mouth. And I was like, okay, still, still getting here. Lord, in my spirit. Um, but I, I just kind of need to know more. And then he said to me, turn to Deuteronomy 30. So I did. So Deuteronomy 30, um, and part of verse 19, it says, I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. Hallelujah. So then he said, you've got the choice. We've all got that choice. I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life. And he said, bring a message to my people on Sunday and let that message ring out in their spirits, that they are called to be life-givers. Yes. You are all called to be life-givers, and that's what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about your personal, individual call. You know, people know, oh, I'm a prophet, oh, I'm a teacher, I'm a pastor, oh, I'm going to soar in the gifts. You're a life-giver. Yeah? That's what you are. If you've never known what you're called to do, if you've never known what your assignment is on the earth, you breathing, your lungs are functioning, it's so that you can be a life-giver. So that what comes out of you can be life. Amen. But there's the other side. God said, I've put before you life and death. Yes. You choose. Yes. Because from that life, it's going to come blessing. It's going to come favour. And then God wrapped that up with the, the, the original scripture that we just used in Matthew. That's when we call down the kingdom. When we call down the kingdom of God, the life that is in the kingdom comes in my life and it goes through me. How are you feeling now? The power of God you can feel right now. That's coming from heaven through me to you. You all, all agree on that? Hallelujah. That's in all of us. That same power and that same authority. But so is the curse. You have got to realise that you are people that can give out life or you can give out death. Yep. God said, I put before you every day. I put a table before you. There's life, there's death. You choose. That's what God is saying. You choose. You make the decision. You know what people say? Oh, God's made all these things happen in the world. Why hasn't God changed things? My life is like this. My life is like that. What are you doing? Because when God said um, to tap, bring this message, I said, oh, what, what, what am I going to call the message? And straight away at my own mouth, I said, taking responsibility. And the Spirit of God said to me, the Spirit of God said to me, yeah, it's taking responsibility, Kelly, but it's also, I want to mix that with some love. Let my people know, yeah, it's about life giving as well. Because I'm like, yeah, they need to take responsibility. Yes, that's what we need to do. And the Lord was saying, my love, it's the most precious thing that I can give to all of my people. Mix it with love. Mix it with faith, mix it with love. 
and come to my people and let them realise what they carry within them. Just like when, when Mary was pregnant to Jesus, she carried the glory. She was carrying the glory. The glory was being formed. You've got the glory in you. You're carrying your gifting inside of you. The light you've got inside of you so you can bring out to the world. You can bring out to your spouse. You can bring out to your friends, your colleagues. You can bring out to your children. That same mouth that God has given you. How many of us have used that tongue not to bring life or death? How many of us have used our tongues to not, not, not bring life but to harm people? Because all of a sudden we're, we're angry. We're angry. Oh, we just want to say what we want to say. If, you, if you're outside the room and you overhear someone talking about you and they say, oh, you know, that Kelly, oh, she thinks she's all this. I don't really like her. I really don't like her. If I hear those words, how are they going to make me feel? They're not going to make me feel good. Those words have got power. If I listen to that same door, hear another conversation and someone says, I know Kelly loves God with all her heart. I know that she's, um, she's just going after God. That's going to make me feel good. Words have got power. How do we get married? We get married by saying vows. Vows, those vows connect you together for eternity. You know, spiritually, you're connected to that person on the earth and then life is not the same again. You become one, the Bible says. That's what words can do. When you go into a court and somebody is accused of murder and there's no witnesses and all of a sudden someone comes in and says, I'm a witness, and the judge says, what did you see? And they say out of their mouth what they saw. That man who thought he was going free is now guilty. His life has changed. So you've got to realise the power of the word that comes out of your mouth. When we are declaring, when we are praying, let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Heaven is invading that situation. Yeah. Things are changing. Things are adjusting. So out of your life can either come life or can come death. Blessing and cursing. We can curse with our mouths or we can bring life. With that same tongue, because that was in the Old Testament, and you know, some people are uh, so religious, and well, that's the Old Testament, what about the New Testament? And I said to them, yeah, what about the New Testament? What do you say? Look what he says in James about the tongue. He says many things about the tongue. But what really captivates me is what he says in Corinthians about the tongue. When he gives us the Spirit of God to come and live in us, we've had somebody recently just got filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Feel the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, the new language that God gives you, the love language. God said that to me one day, I was just talking, and I said, oh, out of my language of love, and I thought, mm, what did I just say? I said, oh my God, it's a love language. It's a language of a love affair with you and your king, you and your master. And I thought, oh, on the day of Pentecost, when God said, gather together, because my spirit is going to come. When the spirit of God came, where did he land? What, part, what body part did he land? Tongue. The tongue. The tongue. That's where it landed on the tongue. Not in the heart. He could have said, look, we have flames of fire on our heart or our ears so we could hear God clearer or our eyes that we could see. It was the tongue because it's the other, isn't it? Mm. It steers your life. I'm here to just encourage you today to say your words that you speak to your wife, your words that you speak to your husband, to your friend, to your children especially. How many of us have been crippled because our parents have told you, you're going to amount to nothing? Get out of here. I've worked with young people for many, many years. I used to do like a teenage parent group. And I remember this, it really stuck in my head, a little boy, he fell over. He was only, he was only about 18 months old. And the mum said, get up, look at you, look at you, look at you. You ain't got, you're supposed to be bold, you're supposed to be, this is how she's talking to an 18 month old. You're supposed to be this, and she, she was swearing at him as well. And some of us have heard that for years. Growing up, we're never going to amount to nothing. You're this, you're that. 
This week I went to see um, a documentary on what Amy Winehouse, her life, Amy. I'd encourage you to go and see it. It's, it's really, really profound. There's loads and loads of swearing in it, but it's so, so profound about her life. And one of the things that really stuck out to me was, you know she married a guy named Blake? Yeah. Everyone knows Blake because everyone hates him. We're not supposed to because we're Christians, but I could feel it grappling in me. I was like, my Lord, I know I'm not supposed to, but yeah. <laughs> I, I let that go a little um, So when she was nine, when Amy was nine, Amy Winehouse, when she was nine, her dad left home. But when she was 18 months old, he started having an affair with someone. They didn't actually leave. He said he didn't have the courage to leave. He just was a coward. He stayed. And then by staying, imagine what the family felt. In fact, he eventually left when she was nine. That's when her heart was broken as a nine-year-old. Not as an adult, as a nine-year-old. That's when her life was broken because of what she saw, the words that she heard. Later on, they'd done an interview with Blake. He said, my life changed when I was nine. I, he tried to um, attempt um, suicide because he just wanted his mum to get away from the stepdad. And I was like, my God, there's so many people like that. And then the reality just hit me. I can remember certain ages of my life where I'd done the equivalent. I didn't actually do it physically, but I'd done it emotionally. How many of us done that when we were certain ages? Certain ages, you just cut off, you make vows, you just think, that's it. I've had enough of life, I've had enough of his parents, I've had enough, and you make vows, I'll never do this again, I'll never do that again, or I'll always be like this, and you make those vows. And I want to bring the word of the living God to you today, that before you leave this place today, with that same tongue, we are going to lose your soul from those vows and set you free. Some of us are full of addiction because we are still hungry and thirsting for, for love. We're still bound to these things. Me and, me and my son was talking yesterday, and we were talking about people's life lifespan, and we was, I was saying, okay, I'm 50, and Alan was saying, so if I could rewind your life, and all of a sudden when he said the words, I just had this picture, and I thought, imagine, yeah, if you could rewind my life from when I was a child, and then just slow motion look at it, and you could see all the things that attached to me, all those things that attached to me, bound me up, other people's rubbish, mm. other people's... Um, um, hatred, other people's dislike, other people's views, masks that they put on you. All these labels, all these things they put on you, then the things that you put on yourself, the hurt you cause other, and then you get to a certain stage of your life and you think, I'm on overload. I'm just on overload. I'm on overload. Well, God is the God that can free you from overload. There is freedom from all, all, every single one of us, right? Right now, sitting here, the past is gone. Yes. Yesterday's a memory. Yes. Tomorrow may never come. We've got today. Hallelujah. It's 10 to 5 to 12. This is our reality, people. This is our reality to be free, to be good, and, and full of the life of God right now, right this minute, to be life givers. We have been given that opportunity. What a resource that we have to be containers of life to give out the life of God to others. I think it, I just think it's incredible. Yeah. Matthew 18, 18. This is the binding and losing scripture. When Lazarus, in the story in the Bible for those who don't know, because we just assume there is new Christians there, there's people here that wouldn't know these stories. There's a, a story in the Bible where one of Jesus' <coughs> friends dies, Lazarus is in the grave for four days, and then Jesus goes and raises him from the dead. When he raises him from the dead and he walks out in his grave clothes, what does Jesus say to his disciples? Loose him and let him go. So that's an indication to show you. We have that power to do that to each other. 
We can either bind or loose each other. Yes. I believe in the word of God. I believe that that power and that life is in me. So you spend some time with me. I know the power of God will be in me to lose you. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I'm convinced. It's not, it's not as a glance. It's not. I know the word of God is true. Yeah. God wants you to be exactly the same. Anyone you come into contact with, you can be a life giver. I'm not talking about always uh, bashing people with the Bible, whatever. I minister to people all the time. I don't mention God's name, but I give him, give them God's life. Yeah, yeah? you can't bombard everybody with uh, Christianity because they don't, some people don't want to know. Yeah. But they always respond to life. Yeah. The life of God in somebody. Yeah. They always respond to life. One of, one, of, one, of, one of my closest friends, she is, she's so intelligent, she's got a double first degree from Cambridge. She's got a PhD, she is just over, over intelligent. But when she needs wisdom, she calls me. Because she needs to hear from God, she needs to hear some, from somebody above this natural world. It's not about education, it's not about how much money you've got. It's about the life and the wisdom and the beauty that you've got inside of you. That you can make the difference in your workplace. You can make the difference in your schools, young people. This youth, this youth in this church, you are going to know. Where are the youth? Every youth that's in here, just stand up. All the youth that came and stood at the front today. All of you just stand up. Okay. I declare over you that you are going to hear and know the voice of God like never before in your life. Yeah. Your lives are going to be transformed. So. And then you are going to transform the lives of others. And you're going to do it. You're going to know how to hear from God. You're going to walk with God. You're going to have dreams. You're going to have vision. You're going to change your own life. And other people's lives are going to change. You can sit down now. Let's go. Our eyes and our ears, yes. and what's coming out of our mouth. Yes. 
It shouldn't be so blessing and cursing. You shouldn't be blessing one minute and then next minute yeah. you get into road rage. Yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be like that. That's what the Bible says. It shouldn't be that out of that same mouth comes blessing and cursing. You've got to choose. You've got to choose and ask God by the power of the Holy Spirit to change things. Okay, so Matthew 18, 18. Jesus said, "This is Jesus. You know, in red in the Bible. People think that's more holy." Okay. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on this earth will be loosed in heaven. When I was reading that scripture, I saw, I just had this vision. And I saw, I saw a man bound from behind, just bound. And he was turning around like that, trying, trying to look. And you know when you see on them films when um, they, they like, kidnap people and they put them in um, ropes and that, and you think, oh, that's not tight. And then they get out, don't they? They get out. And they escape and the Lord said, I want you to tell my people on Sunday, that's how you are, a lot of you sitting here. You're bound, either by your hands, by your neck, and we're going to use the power of our tongue and the power of heaven today to loose your soul from those things. Amen. And you're going to declare, I'm loosing myself from that and I am going free. I am going free. God has given us the authority as believers to do that. Jesus ain't coming down from heaven again. He's already done that. He's already come down and lived as a man and he's seated at the right hand of God. Now he's given us the authority. Whatever is, but we've got to start with ourselves. We can't start outwardly. What about yourself? What about what's going on in your own life and in your own home? You've got to start with yourself. What are you bound with? You've got to answer that question. And you've got to say, Lord, whatever I'm bound with, I have got the power and the authority of the living word of God to be free. So what I'm talking to you about today, don't lose sight of, I'm talking to you about your personal calling, your assignment, why you are living, the reason that you are breathing. God sent you, the Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. Before you come here, you was in him. I believe about myself, I believe I agreed on my life, I believe I said to God, I agree on it. You know you moan and complain, oh, what's happening there? Another thing's gone wrong, another, the Lord reminds me. And that's what I believe. I believe I agreed for this. Yeah. Yes. I said, I'm up for yes. this. Yes. I am up for it, Lord. Yes. I'm not yes. going to complain. Yes. This is my portion. This yes. is my assignment to be on this earth and yes. do and be whoever you want me to be. In Him we live and move and have our being. I don't want to live outside of Him. I don't want nothing outside of the living God. I don't want nothing outside of the mystery of this beautiful gospel. It's got the power to change you. Look how many people sitting here has been changed and transformed. Yes. Look how many difficult situations have you yes. been in. I've never got out of this. I've never been out of it. Not even, some of us have thought, not even you, God, can change this. How many of you have been like that? And yet, are you not sitting here today free from that? It's a distant memory. It's not real anymore. It's God. Because God love has changed it. We have to realise who we are, people. We are life givers. We can give life out. You can talk to people, and in 10 minutes after talking to them, they feel better, and they don't even know why. Because of what you carry, what you bring. We don't have to be perfect. None of us are. We're going to get to heaven, and then, you know, things will be different. We're all going to struggle with things. We're all going to be battling with certain things, because we've got the flesh, we've got the devil, we've got the world, we've got people. You've got all of those things. God ain't looking for perfection. He's just looking for people that will say, yes, Lord, use me, I'm available. I'm available for you and for your spirit. To move in me, to love through me. Yeah. God is a God of love. Yeah. 
And we water that word down so much. Love changed this world. Yeah. Love changed your destiny. Yeah. And love changed your eternal destination. Yeah. If you're yeah. sitting here now and you've never, ever fully opened your heart up to the Lord, it's not just a case old for you to become a Christian. It will change your eternal destination. Amen. Your life here is but a vapour. It's going to end. It's a moment. It's just a moment. It seems like yesterday that I was just three or four. I'm 50 now. How many of you just think like yesterday you was at like, kindergarten school or where's it gone? Where's the years gone? And then I got born again when I was in my twenties and I just was, I would preach to a lamppost. We, we just, it's like we were, what we'd, do, we'd go all over England just preaching, preaching, preaching the gospel. Yeah. This glorious gospel, getting people's yeah. lives changed, absolutely changed. Where's Juliet? Juliet, can you just stand up? Give glory where glory is Juliet. This woman got me saved. Almost oh, 30 years ago. I asked and prayed for six months to come knocking at my door and said, you need Jesus. Yeah. That's what she said. She's my blood cousin. She'd come and she told me and my sister about Jesus. And my sister weren't having it. I went, we thought she's not here. I said, That's it. we are. We are having this. Whatever she's talking about, we're having it. And we got born again. And then, about three minutes later, we got filled with the Holy Spirit. I was like, what's that? It was like,
Hey, Mary. Me and Mary, we spoke this week, and it was like, we just had this conversation down the phone, but it was like we were in the spirit realm. It was just, I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. And I love to have the Word of God in, in, um, in the house. So I have it 24-7, the Word of God. Downstairs, upstairs, I love it. I, I love it. I'm so, I'm so hungry for the Word. I love it constantly. The Word of God, the Word of God. And Mary said to me, do you know what I think? Your house, I think even the furniture. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, when she said it, God just took me into the reality of, in heaven, everything's alive. There's nothing going to be dead. A table in heaven is going to be able to praise God. That's what I believe. I believe, you know, that, they, that you walk on the uh, flowers and they can sing to you. And that's why he said, pray, my kingdom come on this earth as it is in heaven, because heaven is full of life. So in our death situation, when we call down heaven, it drives out the death, yes. doesn't it? Because heaven is full of life. And when she said to me, I believe it, I thought, I'm sure by now, yeah, my furniture must be so, it must be soaked in the word of God. People do, they come into my house and they do that. Oh, it's something different about this house. Non-believers and believers, but non-believers say that. I just love being here. I just love being here. Soak your life in what's eternal. Don't give your life over to temporal things that just last a moment. Some of you guys sitting here struggling with um, porno, porno. Struggle with it because you're just addicted to it. We're going to break the power of that. Amen. Because you get snared in your soul. Your soul gets snared. And you think, why do I keep coming back to that? Why do I keep going back to weed? Why do I keep going back to these drugs? Why? It's because a part of your soul is ensnared in it. And you need to be loosed from it. Just like you would bow. So everybody stand to your feet, please. Stand to your feet. We want to make some declarations. Out of your own mouth today. I'm going to lead you through some prayers. You can repeat after me. But there's some things, obviously, are private to you. You can put whatever you want and say whatever you want in there. But today is your day. Today is your day to be loose. Use your mouth from this moment on to be loose. You know how many times a day when I get old memories? To get healing of memories. You know when you get memories that are really wounded? It's like someone just stabbed you. You feel, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Or I can't believe that was done to me. Those type of memories. The next time you have one, do this. Say, I loose myself from that memory. Yes, That's what you do. Yes, you loose yourself from it. Yes, and then you say, I'm free from it. I let it go. You make that choice. Everyone repeat after me. Father God, I will choose from this day on to loose myself from the past, from the pain that I've caused others and that they've caused me. I will loose myself today from the unforgiveness I carry to anyone and I let myself go free. Father God, I belong to you. I give you full permission and full access to my life, spirit, soul and body. And I loose myself from everything that hinders me from walking with you as I should. And I bind myself to the Spirit of God. I bind myself to the love of God. I bind myself to the Trinity. And I am free. Raise your hand. Say, I am
reality, you lose yourself from the past, the pain, the anguish, the trauma, the addictions that you have come into contact with. You have that power to do it. And you will remember this day all the days of your life. God will remind you of it. You lose yourself and you set yourself free to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.